The Paul W. Smith Show at 6. The Pre-W. Smith Show now. 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back. What's the leading cause of death in children in the U.S.? If you said car accidents, you'd be right in that it has been anyway. That is up until now. Today, though, sadly, the leading cause of death in children and young adults is due to guns. Tanya Lewis, senior health editor at Scientific American, has just published an article in Scientific American on the subject, and she's joining us now. Tanya. So for the past few decades... Car accidents have been one of the leading causes of death in children and young adults. But in the last couple of years, that's changed. We're now seeing that guns are killing more children than any other cause of death. And this is just happening on a scale that is only accelerating. And we've really seen this in the last couple of years. Now, you're obviously seeing a lot in the news about mass shootings, and and these are horrific events, but they actually only represent a tiny fraction of gun deaths among children in the U.S. Far more children are killed by homicides and also by suicides than by these mass shooting events. But nonetheless, we're just seeing that guns have taken over as the sort of main cause of death among young children and teenagers. Now, there's a lot of reasons for this, and part of this has to do with the fact that deaths from car accidents have actually gone down in the last few decades as improvements in safety and vehicle safety and traffic safety have been made. So in some ways, you know, that is actually a success story that we've started to see fewer children dying of car accidents. But on the other hand, what we're seeing with guns is is going in exactly the opposite direction. Children are dying at much higher rates from guns than from car accidents. And, And we're seeing this because there really is very little effort to sort of regulate guns the way we do regulate vehicles, for example. Right. We have seatbelts, we have airbags. All of these things were put in place as protections for keeping car occupants safe, including children. We have, we have not been able to stem the tide and turn this around. This switchover, I think, occurred in 2017, as you point out. Yes. And ever since then, it's been guns that have been the prevalent cause of injury-related death among young people. To be fair, part of this, too, when you compare deaths from one cause to another is whether or not that other cause also saw some declines. And I think in this case, again, as you point out in your article, vehicle-related deaths have gone down. Yeah, that's right. And, um, well, I actually should say they were going down until just a couple of years ago, and now we're seeing increases in deaths from both guns and car crashes. So, you know, those trends are starting to kind of reverse a bit. I'm not quite sure exactly what's behind that, but part of this is, the you know, during the pandemic, there was an increase in traffic-related accidents and also um, gun accidents and gun deaths. Yeah. So I, I think it's interesting that, you know, we can talk about the declines, but some of these trends are going in the opposite direction. Now. Okay. And, and I think one of the things that is worth pointing out is that in 1970, Congress established the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to oversee safety in vehicles and keep people safe and certainly keep people to prevent death in young and old as a result of vehicle accidents. But no such federal agency exists to regulate the safety of firearms. That's stunning. I know, it really is. I mean, you think about the fact that people used to die of car accidents or car crashes regularly, and that still happens, but to a much lesser degree. And this is largely a credit to the fact that we actually study car crashes 
We have agencies that collect statistics on crashes and try to make vehicles safer and roads safer. So we don't have anything like that for guns. There are a few organizations that do track gun deaths and injuries, but, but no sort of centralized national system. So it's actually also for the last few decades, research on gun violence has actually been heavily discouraged by the federal government. Um, something called the Dickey Amendment. I was just, uh, that's just what I was, was going to ask yeah. you about. Yep, that's where I was going next. So the Dickey Amendment, which was a rider in a government spending bill from 1996 to 2018, actually discouraged CDC funding for research on gun injuries. And it prevented the CDC from using its funds to, quote, advocate or promote gun control. So this effectively had a chilling effect on all gun research in the government until very recently when, in 2019, Congress reinterpreted that amendment to allow for some research on gun safety. Yeah, and, and you know, there's a lot of calls for change. We could point to various people with uh, various commentary. We could certainly point to various incidents that are ugly and we certainly would rather see not happening in our society today as support. But, for example, Linda DeGuda is a lecturer at Yale Public School of Health and she was former director of the CDC's National Center for Injury Prevention and Control, says the new findings aren't surprising that young people now are dying at a greater rate from guns. She said we've not focused as much on interventions and how we can keep people safe, given that there are firearms in our environment, and that includes children. She says we need to do more. I mean, again, we can point to a lot of different commentary like that. Certainly we all believe that. Is there more that we can expect, or in your research, did you discover things happening at the federal level that might be worth pointing out? Yeah, so I think the first thing is to certainly allow research on this topic, because we know from the research that has been done that more guns equals more gun deaths. And that's just a straightforward finding that we see over and over again. So, you know, if we allow sort of unfettered access to these deadly weapons, of course, you're going to see more people dying and more children dying. So I think, you know, it's it's a multi-pronged thing. And uh, I'm sure there are experts that have a much better grasp on exactly what policy solutions are best here. But in terms of what we're seeing from the science and then the research, it's very clear that it's the amount and access to guns that's really a huge problem in this country. All right. Well, listen, uh, Tanya Lewis, senior reporter for Scientific American. We appreciate you coming on and enlightening us. This is a concerning story, but you know, it's these kinds of stories that you bring to the public's attention that ultimately help, ultimately help shape reform and, you know, better oversight legislation in whatever form it may come. Something's got to be done. And articles like yours, information like that, which you present in your article is really helpful in putting perspective on all this. To hear that something as innocent as getting in a car now and dying in a car crash is now second to deaths by gun-related injuries for young people if that doesn't say it, I don't know what does. Going to run to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 